0: So just to recap from yesterday, distractions are part of the practice of meditation. They're the first thing that we encounter, and they often make us feel that we're not good at meditation, especially in the initial phases. And sometimes they're the reason why we stop. And the less we meditate, the more distracted we are, and therefore the harder it is to meditate. So one of the things you'll notice is that it's very often easier to meditate twice a day than it is to meditate intermittently. Distractions may occur at the same time as the mantra, when you're saying the mantra. They can be equal, so occurring at the same level of intensity for want of a better word. They can be in the background, so you're saying your mantra and you've just got these thoughts going on, distractions. Or they can be at the forefront and dominating your consciousness with the mantra struggling away in the background you've obviously also experienced the fact that you're meditating and you've gone off on a total wave of thought with and, to- and left the mantra behind you distractions can arise in the form of negative and on helpful thoughts or ideas. And they can arise in the form of positive, helpful thoughts or ideas or solutions. The advice is the same. You don't tackle the distractions. You don't engage them. You don't analyze them. When you notice you're distracted or you've stopped saying the mantra, simply lay them aside. And laying them aside is not an active action. The act it is a consequence of saying your mantra. So you say your mantra and as a result you lay them aside. So when we say lay them aside it doesn't mean you're wrestling them to the ground, to lay them on the ground. You just go back and say your mantra. As, as a result, they are, they are laid aside. Even if you're distracted the whole time when you're meditating, just keep trying to say your mantra. Every time you realize you're distracted, just go back. And it's not unusual to be distracted the whole time and to have not a moment where you're, you have no distractions. Over time, you learn that distractions are your teacher. Every time you encounter a distraction, go back and say the mantra, lay aside the distraction, is a step on the journey of a deeper experience of life. Remember, you are meditating when you're sitting down, doing your best, and returning to saying your mantra, regardless of the scale and the duration of your distractions. so that's a sort of a summary of yesterday. And I'm gonna touch on something which is very closely related to distractions, and it is in fact a distraction but it requires, perhaps, to be called out separately. And that is the whole concept of evaluation. So one of the defining features of our mind is, is our constant practice of evaluation, especially self-evaluation. And In many ways, it's something that we're trained in or were expected to do, or were culturally embedded in. And while the practice may serve us well in some respects, it doesn't help us too much in the practice of, in the path of meditation. So this path of meditation is really about trying to enter a deeper awareness and experience in life. This path is through the gate of stillness and silence. You cannot think your way through this gate, and you certainly cannot evaluate your way through this gate. So we need to deal with evaluations in the same way we deal with any distraction. Don't engage with them lay them aside by returning to say your mantra. So following this theme, there's no such thing as good or bad meditation. Our dualistic and rational minds will of course offer up an assessment of the quality of our meditation, regardless of our good intentions to avoid evaluation. Avoid being drawn into this trap. A very distracted meditation may even have a greater impact because we end up laying aside more thoughts or because in this state, a small reduction in our state of agitation has a greater impact on us than when we are much calmer. However, even discussing this or even discussing that concept itself is, is giving way to the trap. So to co- it's important to come back to the same point. Whether we feel that we've done well, done badly, or, an, or an, we are indifferent about a period of meditation, just recognize that each of these thoughts are merely distractions from this journey of a deeper experience and awareness. Lay them aside and return to saying your mantra. People often ask, what are the differences between the different traditions of meditation and which one is the best? We usually take it a step further When we start meditating, we try to explain the challenges we are facing. We try to understand the challenges that we are facing in respect to, say, our distractions or challenges in embedding the practice by assuming that there is a technique which is more suited to us out there, if only I can find it. We think that by trying different approaches, we will find the perfect one. I find this method very distracting. I'm finding it challenging to embed this practice in my life. I'll go looking for another one. The important thing to remember is both the challenges and the benefits of meditation are universal and they apply to all approaches. It's more beneficial to dig deeper in one point in the ground to find a well than to dig many shallow holes and never find the spring. And that's an old teaching. So our recommendation is to pick a practice in this case, what you've being taught is a mantra-based meditation practice, and dig deep in that well. Don't give up. This practice is no better and no worse than the other practices. But it's better to take one direction and arrive than to try starting on different routes and never reach the end of your destination. So trying many different techniques is a not uncommon distraction and you approach it the same way. Lay aside the temptation and just return to saying your mantra. So, the cornerstone of the teaching is that the experience of your practice of meditation is your teacher. However, there are challenges on the path. And in my own experience, when I initially learned, I didn't realize that distractions were such a universal feature for everybody, So <coughs> when I was initially learned how to meditate for wherever I dropped in in the process, or maybe I just didn't hear it, I just assumed that I'm sitting here with this endless stream of distractions and everybody else is just sitting there in, in perfect bliss. uh, this speaks to the fact that you do need some guidance. And that's why either reading or talks or direct personal teaching is helpful. But it shouldn't be seen as the end in itself. So to summarize, meditation is an evaluation-free zone. Evaluation of how you are performing and how you're getting on in your journey of meditation is in general to be avoided. That meditation be the one part of your life, at least initially, that you don't need to evaluate. As with distractions, when you feel you are evaluating, or when you feel you're beginning to evaluate, let it go. Remember, there's no such thing as good or bad meditation. Just be faithful to the practice. In other words, if you have a problem, for the most part, the answer is just meditation. we recognize times of meditation where we are more or less peaceful or distracted and it does not necessarily mean that when you start meditating first you're more distracted and over time you become progressively peaceful on every subsequent meditation you all be aware of that so that you can go through periods of time where you, where it's very easy And then you go through other periods of time where you're very distracted. So evaluation is a distraction. And you must treat it like you treat any other distraction.